Ladies and gentlemen, here on the Friday Night Life podcast, our hearts are to share the stories of our families with the utmost respect and honor. We never take it lightly that our guests willingly come on and share their hearts with us and you, our listeners. So we feel it's our job to convey each message and heartfelt story with as much integrity and sensitivity as possible. After our last interview with the Ferrars, there was so much content and discussion that originally our episode went over two hours. It was such a wonderful talk. In our editing process, due to time constriction, we thought it would be best to take out some of the content with the hopes of making the podcast episode more efficient and accessible to our listeners. However, after further consideration, we decided our content was just too good to leave out. There was so much more that the Farrar family and the Farrar legacy could teach us. We had to put it in. So, for our first overtime edition, here is a continuation of our episode number 20 in memoriam of Lou Farrar, a coaching legend with Adriana and Dominic Farrar, where they talk more about relationships and their village. Yeah. And it sounds like the majority of your village is right there in Covina, West Covina. You're right. You're all right in there in the, in the heart of, of the town right there, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So, well, it's, I love it. Great story, guys. Thank you. And, you know, as we, as we kind of pivot back towards uh, football a little bit, we're obviously in some challenging times and we talked a little bit about that and, um, just Dominic and, and, and uh, Adriana, both of you can kind of attest to what do you think, and not so much during the COVID, right? This is all challenging for everybody, but as far as our athletes today, maybe as you reflect back when you started coaching 25 plus years ago, um, and maybe as you guys met and kind of have been married growing up, you know, since, you know, 1992 in this, in this deal, what do you think is the biggest challenge of, co- of coaching today's student-athletes? Um, on the record or off the record? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I can't find the pause button, Dominic, so you're going to have to. The red light's on, man. <laughs> um, which hat am I wearing? Am I the athletic director or am I the head football coach? Right. Or am, or am I the parent? Um, yes. Because I, I see... I see education-based athletics um, from such a, a unique point of view. And, um, you know, I can never fill the, 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 the shoes that my, my dad walked in. I can only be um, the best version of myself I can, given, um, given everything that he has meant to every one of us. Um, and, and to his credit, he was always so adaptable and, and, and flexible. Um, I think, I think kids today have the same expectation, the same standard of us that they've always had. Um, and that's, that's the accountability that should be built in in every one of us. Um, is Kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. And what I've always said is we don't make money, we make people. Mm-hmm. And so for me... Um, Especially right now, for instance, I keep trying to tell the kids um, it, it is about is about is about letting go and having control over the controllable and being present and staying in the moment. And um, I really feel like, to a certain degree, we've kind of gone backwards as a society. And so um, now more than ever, I think discipline me to me means to teach. Um, and so I think with good self-discipline, good, 
um, self-motivation, self-reliance, teaching kids how to problem solve, be independent, especially in light of this pandemic right now, what we're going through. Um, I, if I'm going to err, I'm going to err on the side of kids. And that's the business I am is in kids. Mm -hmm. And so I believe in the very best in kids and um, they continue to give me inspiration. And so I've been trying to tell my kids like, they're, they're rooted in their foundation. I, I teach them what empathy means. And, and as long as I can teach them what empathy means and then that moral courage, that character strength to where they, they, they navigate their life by that, that, that ethical compass, um, I think that's what continues to give them hope and gives me hope. And even in light of everything that we've gone through, you know, kids keep telling Telling me like, Coach, you you you've literally ingrained this into us where you we've almost become kind of robotic. But like, pride to me is personal responsibility and daily excellence, right? Mm. Great to me means it's a great acronym. Effort, attitude, and toughness. Um, I you know, I try to tell them we're going to emulate this and we're going to imitate this by. Um, being humble, being hungry, saying less instead of more, and, and and just trying, trying to with these new images of responsibility, um, just kind of reaffirming our, our core values, and and and, uh, and letting that be um, our, our beacon of light that uh, that we're aiming towards. So, I, I, I think. Somebody pays me every day to go to work with kids. Like, I, I, I feel like sometimes guilty for that. Mm. Um, I know their safe place and their happy place, their sanctuary is in, is in our company. And, mm. and we have a moral obligation right now, especially right now in light of everything we're going through. Yes. You kids need us now more than ever. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And you guys have a high schooler. Um, so Adriana, I'll ask you what what is some of the biggest rewards now that you have a son? You ha you've had uh, a son come through, and now he's in college. And now your second one's coming through. What are what are some of the the bright lights, or what are some of the things that you've seen, not just in your sons, but maybe in their friends or in some of the teams that you've been along with, uh, not just Big Lou but with Dominic? And and what do you see in kids today that gives you hope for tomorrow? for tomorrow um i i know that for my son vincent um i was telling you are who you hang out with mm -hmm. so um he he s surrounds himself and i don't know if, if what these kids are doing but his core group of friends are just fantastic um they 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 keep each other accountable um they're they're caring they they're there for one another. And, and I, I, I did see this with my other son, Lewis. I mean, I, I was the taxi, the Uber um, <laughs> from practice to get something to eat, back to practice, and you know, at least five trips back and forth. Oh, your friend is okay. <laughs> yeah, Friday nights after games, I'd make them cookies and they all lay on the couch like puppies. And you know, and they'd wake up early and go to films. Um, so I, 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 and that core group, I thought that was it. That, that was the core group kids that I probably won't see with my other son who come, who's going to come around. Um, and they're off in college and they still come over when they're on break, you know, from Arizona and Utah or wherever they're at. Um, but Vincent 
found the same group of kids. And I thought, how can that happen? I mean, because they were in a totally different junior high school that wasn't part of the high school that they're now those friends are new friends. So he just connected um, with these kids and, and with great parents are very open, are willing to stop their cars and have a chat. And, you know, I know everything about them. I know everything about their kids. Their kids are very respectful when they walk in the house. Um, it, it's just, I, I got lucky, um, I guess. And I don't know what it is and how it happened, but I haven't mm -hmm. experienced anything that's negative um, when it comes to Vincent, obviously Lewis, but Vincent um, um, and his friends. Um, and the people he surrounds himself with. So if, if there's, if, yeah, if, yeah. It's, if, if there's something, and I, I think too, yeah, Charter Oak um, being the school that it is, and it's not huge. <laughs> I mean, there's the, the students there, um, but it, the, the people there care about each other. And and they, there's a lot of pride um, when they're walking on campus and when they're wearing their jerseys or their sweatshirts. and and I just, I just see them. I, I'm just fortunate to have gotten another great group of kids that are for my son's friends. So, so far, so good. Well, and I have to say too that you know, I think though, you know, we're giving credit to the kids, and I, and you're, you're seeing what they have done and the the positive choices that they've made, and it's reflective into the relationships that they made um, in school and on campus and on their team. But I also think that's a big reflection of you as parents and, the, and their friends' parents too. And I think that's so important for our listeners to hear, um, you know, that um, it's the parenting and what you instill in your kids is a reflection of how they're going to be with their friends and the relationships they create. And I think that's going to also kind of lead into our other discussion with, um, you know, Dominic with your dad and, and the legacy that you guys have created. But there's a relational aspect here that we keep talking about. And I feel like that's kind of a theme of our talk is that, you know, it's relational and, and it's being intentional with people, right? It's connecting with people on the level that's going to, you know, serve them. And so I just want to ask really quick, because we've got, you know, three little ones, and they're going to be coming up and going into high school pretty soon here. Well, not soon. We've got junior high first, and then we'll cover that obstacle, and then we'll get to high school. But what would you say is one aspect or one thing that you did that helped attribute to what you see in, in, your, three, in your three with Lewis and Vincent and Sophia? I think being a part of their life mm -hmm. and, and being with their friends and their friends' families when the opportunity arises. I think, I think being there yeah. um, and not being absent and not letting them have the run of the house and just high visibility, high presence, mm -hmm. um, and modeling, um, practice, um, constant reintroduction and reinforcement. Um, of of just how we is a choice we've made a conscious choice to to live the life and lead the life that we have um and um there's just no substitute um at the end of the day for love and um i literally at the end of every practice at the end of every meeting 
at the end of every night when our kids go to bed, um, at the end of every phone call when we hang up the phone with our, our children, um, or or we we we're at the end of a game, we always end with "I love you." Mm. Um, and, and there's a difference too between giving love and learning how to receive love. And so um, it's kind of like when you know you tell one of the guys, "Bring it in for the real thing, brother." And the, you know, and you get out. I, I don't let go until they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and 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 we've we've never been shy uh, or as a family and as a culture um, to. There's a fine line between our passion and rage, and I think sometimes people mistake our passion for rage, but that's not rage; that's passion. Mm-hmm. So we wear our emotions on our sleeve. Good news, bad news, being Italian people. Um, we express ourselves through football, through food, through friendship, um, through this fraternity. And, and, um, we love each other up and we coach each other up. And like you said, that's not transactional. That's like transcending, Mm -hmm. if if that makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. That, That transformation, um, my wife's right. We always tell our kids, you most closely resemble the five people that you spend the most time with. And I'd like to say, you know, my dad received an award through uh, the American Football Coaches Association and was, um, the, in the award was titled the word influence. And, and, and I feel like the influence of, of my father and his disciples, so to speak, um, we've just continued to shepherd and serve our flock um, for generations now. And, and that's where the wins and losses take care of itself. Right. Yeah. Um, for us, it has nothing to do with winning and losing. Um, I mean, yeah, that's a byproduct. Mm-hmm. And, and heck, we more than anybody have that, that competitive spirit and probably burns down more than it ever has because we've kind of, you know, we, we, we've been kind of mediocre the last few years. Um, but we're, we're adamant about reaching the summit every year because, like my wife says, um, we're demanding. We, 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 we push each other and we expect the very best in each other. Um, and for whatever reason, it's been contagious, right? And, 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 and these sustainable relationships like you talk about that we foster and nurture um, has come into adulthood. Like... Case Smith, kid that played for us, that you know is the fullback that just recently signed a, a beautiful contract for he and his, his significant other Amanda, and, and now they're expecting a child. You know he he invited us, um, and we spent several days with them um, when they they honored you know high school coaches, right? Because we're in the trenches. That's ultimately yes where. where where we can have the greatest impact and the influence. I know I'm partial on advice, but um, <laughs> I think our game's pure at our level. I agree. I agree. Much, much more to do than just the game, right? Yes, sir. But, but my wife and I being able to spend time with Keith and Amanda, them as, you know, young adults and us being older adults, and they're going to be that next generation, like, we know we're going to be okay. We know they're going to be okay. We know that their children are going to be okay because they're extraordinary. They have those extras. They're faith-based people. They emulate and imitate, you know, what their families have have 
given them and how they've been raised with their families and then how we continue to cultivate this dynamic. So it's, it's osmosis. Yeah, it is, it, we were texting during the Falcons game just the other day and Keith had a great tackle. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're cheering for Keith. And she's like, thank you. And so it's in, in that sense where everybody's a part of everybody's life, including like Jason David and Crystal and, and just, um, again, you know, players and their wives. So um, yes. everybody just comes back. It's the it's relationship not, that's forever. And it, yeah. it could be names or they can be nameless. They can be people that, you know, none of us ever knew about. But if you don the jersey and, and, and you became a part of the, you know, the mafia, so to speak, um, we, we have kids that are excelling. I call them kids. They're grownups now. Right, because I'm old enough now. We we have kids that play for us that their kids are playing for us now. Yes. Wow. And it's it's just it's just really cool because um, I don't know. It's just uh, well, I, well during this this well during the break, the pandemic break, how you bringing these players, former players, on on Zoom with your current players, and yes. they're all in different. Um, places in their lives. Some are in the NFL, some are just great businessmen, and some are teaching, but they all came in and, and, and talked to the kids for a while. And I thought that was pretty amazing because oh. it's, it was just yesterday. I remember that kid on the field playing, and now he's a doctor? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> wow. But, we, but no matter what, still, there's a certain onus that they know We've always said the greatest gift you can receive is the gift to give. So it doesn't matter how good you are, it's how much better you make everybody around you, right? There's that influence. And so you just, you, you, I watched on the football field today, we've got kids that are last year's freshmen that are sophomores now. And, and, and the big boys to the little big boys, there's that whole transformation that's going on where you're paying that forward and um whether we like this or not we're stuck with each other forever and 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 i know because with our staff being together for over 25 years and you know to be on our staff you either had to play for my dad or be related to my dad <laughs> roger lehigh and steve smith and justin and michael perry and, and the, the names go on and on um we, we raised our families together. Um, we're going to continue to raise our families together. Um, it is just, is just is a beautiful thing. Um, and I, I mean, I, like, I get to hang out with guys like Anthony Clemison and his sister was my TA and was a star softball pitcher for us and then was later a phenomenal player at Cal State Florida. Her brother was our quarterback and, um, was just invaluable in terms of his role and his identity. Um, somebody like Evan Williams, um, you know, and his, his wife, Christina, and she, you know, they, they too, they're, they, they've been in the blue and gold. They've drank in the water from day one. And, and every one of these grownups now are, are getting married. They're having kids. They're, they're <laughs> teaching or they're going into education. They're getting the credential. Um, but it's, it's, it's gonna. There's gonna come a time and a place where we're gonna, we're gonna walk out the back door, and this next generation is gonna come through, 
but they're primed and what they're ready for is they're ready for life. Yes. And they're ready for celebrating those moments and those memories that they can together. And is priceless for me when my daughter Sophia can spend her time and energy with with my niece or with you know with with Roger and Gwen's two daughters, you know, Riley and Maddie, you know, um, you know, Steve Smith, uh, Brendan Smith, he plays for us, buddy. He and Vince, they've known each other literally for, since birth. They're in the same class. Steve O's our, you know, our defensive back coach and our special teams coordinator. Carrie and I, his wife, we went to school together. She was a phenomenal pitcher for us and, and, and played a high level softball um, in college herself and now teaches in our district at the elementary level. Like, I know it, it doesn't sound normal. It's like an anomaly. It is. But for us, it's not, it's fact and it's reality. And it's just, it's awesome. Wow. You it have is. something beautiful no, well, over there, coach. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <clears throat> awesome. No, and you met you, and you said these words, Dominic, and that, it, it rang true when you said, um, shepherding, it's like shepherding your flock. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of <clears throat> anybody else better than your, than your dad, uh, Big Lou. Uh, to be the original shepherd of this flock, and the, and the 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 special relationships that you mentioned, and all the relationships that you have, all the family, all the players, everything is so unique nowadays, and it's so unheard of, and it's so it, it doesn't just happen anymore with the way coaches are revolving, right? And coaches are changing schools constantly. Um, all of that. I mean that. What I'm hearing from you, and I know, and I mean, I know you. I, I know your program, and I, and I know the legacy of your of your father, and what he's done there. And you know, being at the same school for 35 plus years, you being there, uh, your sons now being there. I mean, it, it's it's incredible. You know, we just you just don't see that anymore. And not only is it one coach who's at the same school, right? But the the whole village, the whole family there, and every everybody you mentioned, all your coaches, all the people that are part of the program, it's wonderful. So that doesn't happen without Big Lou, right? Guys, wasn't that a great addition? It was too good not to share. There is so much to learn from the Farrar family. The influence their family has on the community has now transcended into the relationships their children have cultivated with their peers. This is what it's all about. So here's our post-game breakdown. These stories are what motivates us to keep our clear and pure perspective on our goals as Friday Night Live families. I like what Dominic said, kids don't care what you know until they know how much you care. This is so true and powerful. We must first be invested into their lives personally before we can truly make an impact coaching on the field. Things like self-discipline, self-motivation, believing the very best of kids is the heart of what we as coaches and coaches' wives should be striving for every day. Thank you, Adriana and Dominic, for sharing your hearts. It's helped to redirect our thoughts and actions as a Friday Night Life family. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and please rate and give us a review. That little click on the five stars will help broaden our Friday Night Life audience and enable us to share these stories with others. Thank you.